wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? A fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for joining me. It's March. It's the 10th of March, at least for me, right now, in this moment in time. The 10th of March, 2019, in the year of our Lord, Yashua Ben Yosef. Okay, um, here we are. March, it's Women's History Month. Hooray! Thank you, women, for everything you've done for us, uh, all of humanity including give birth to it and raise it and um, basically be downtrodden and enslaved and not really allowed to read until about 100 years ago. So you know what? Here's March. Take March. Take it. It's yours. All right. That's for you, ladies. And Don't say men didn't give you anything because, you know, we all got together and we doled out the months and you got you got March. So congratulations. I, you know, if I were a woman, I, I would be pretty upset. I mean, it's actually amazing. You know, it's really, it speaks to the kindness of women that there hasn't been some kind of genocide of men already, you know, that they haven't risen up and just poisoned all of us. Why not just murder all of us? Murder all the men. Just kill them all. Get rid of them all. Why not? Right? Let's just get, but I guess it's, you know, kind of built into the human condition, her mother can't kill her sons and stuff, you know, her loved ones, the people she loves, I guess that's, uh, I mean, you don't have to be a mother to understand why you can't kill your loved ones, but maybe there's something to the fact that they're, you know, I'm not, you know, it's not breaking news that a mother's love is supposed to be everything, right? Uh, La toda madre, that's a phrase in Mexican Spanish, just about the totality, la la toda, like everything, mother, right? Everything is a mother, like the love of your mother. And then, of course, un desmadre, which is the absence of the mother, the darkness, the pain, the demon, the devil, the psychopath that could be created when you don't have a mother in your life. Like me, I didn't have a mother... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, hey on the other hand if you have a fucking psycho mom i don't know if you're better off no mom or psycho mom right that's the thing you got good mom you got bad mom you got psycho mom and then you got no mom so i sometimes no mom you're better off what if you had psycho mom you get real fucked up you know what i'm saying you might even be fucking up other people after that so anyways i digressed um it's women's history month and I think men should be willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, you know, for women. I think they should be willing to die, you know, die for their women. And and perhaps they have. Perhaps that's what wars have always been, you know. Not always. Obviously, there's the territorial thing. There's the dick swinging, the male dominance. But maybe underneath that, there's also just the idea of sacrifice, you know, the willing to put your life down on the line to protect your loved ones at least that's the sentiment that's used to get guys to go to war maybe that's what we need maybe we need a good old war right where we um draft all the men send them to fight and then you know it's like i did have a little clearing out a little clear 
clearing out, clear them out. Yeah, reduce a little bit of the population. Guys who come back, sure, they're traumatized, but you know what else? People are happy to see them uh, sometimes. But uh, we'll make it so they are heroes, you know, not like Vietnam where we spat on them and now where we just kind of ignore it because we have a forever war. And that's, you know, what we need is another great war. Uh, the only problem is recently the government said that we can't just draft just men anymore you know it's which makes sense if women can serve in the army now and are considered equals then they should be equally drafted as well which i think might be a um a reason why we won't ever have the draft i know it's very possible we may never have the draft because women are now allowed to be drafted i don't know i mean imagine there is another great war and women and men are drafted like everybody's drafted what kind of war would we need to fight i mean may aliens for sure i mean if there were some kind of like alien i mean that's the obvious one right if an extraterrestrial threat came and somehow there was a, a ground war <laughs> i don't know why why would there be protracted ground war with an alien i mean they have a spaceship that they've already won at that point what can we do except shoot nukes at them and if they haven't figured out we have nukes and have some kind of countermeasure to that then i guess they deserve to get fucked up Ooh, and then the nuke hits them and they crash and we just start taking their technology we just jack their technology and soon like we're like we got fucking alien technology dude and then i guess we would just start fighting each other again we start killing each other with alien technology wouldn't that be badass just full-on laser battles now in the streets mass laserings you know instead of uh mass shootings that's a uh, but you know but for a brief period of time humanity would have been together at one men and women drafted together to fight the alien threat you know we would have been it would have been like starship troopers you know it was like we'd be all taking showers together and stuff which hey that's equality right that would be progress that would be something you know i wonder if uh, the past wars imagine if the past wars were all engineered by women just to like get men out of the house, you know, they were just like World War II. Like you think Pearl Harbor is actually what started World War II? No, but it was actually a secret cabal of women who got together and decided to, um, I don't know, I guess, provoke the Japanese. Maybe they were the ones who <laughs> the women told the Japanese to attack Pearl Harbor, gave them the coordinates. No, that's uh, who, who are these women? The women of America? Yeah. You know, like, when is this? 1940s? Mm, I don't know. I know very little about what's happening in 1942 in America besides the fact that in December there was Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Before that, I guess, people were just, like, reading about the war, and they're like, and now the women were like, how do we get our men to get in on that? Because we just, we got to get... I mean, these are men, it's sort of like post-depression, but still depression. I mean, it's still depression-y, and it's post-prohibition. You know what I mean? They just ended pro. Oh, yeah, so there's fucking dudes are just drinking. Well, did they end prohibition? Okay, now this is uh, a case of being dumb and not knowing anymore what I'm talking about. It's got to have been rough, because, look, I know for sure 1919 was suffrage. Women got the right to vote in 1919. Great. 100 years ago. All right. 1929, 10 years later, is a giant stock market crash. Just crashes. Coincidence? I no. Oh, no. I mean, yes. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean, there might be some people who are pointing to, look, look, look what happened. Um, 10 years later, the whole economy crashes. 
Do you think that's... All right. Um, then you got, you know... Then... You got your 29. Um, you got your prohibition happens. I don't know when. When is that? 30s? Uh, roaring 20s. I feel like everybody drank booze. That... Was there no, okay, am I just going to just, all right, you know what, I am I apologize, but I do have to, I'm just going to uh, look this up because it's ridiculous. When the fuck could, did we actually, we had Prohibition and the Great Depression at the same time. It's a fucking, it was 1920, all right, so in 1920, 1920, a year, holy sh, all right, so a year after women get the right to vote, there's Prohibition? All right. So the first thing they do is fucking. Make, well, did they do it? I mean, I yes, they did. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I saw the prohibition documentary, but it totally escaped me. It was 1920. All right. So a hundred years ago, women get the right to vote. One year later, the fucking voted into ban alcohol. Now, isn't that just like women? Isn't that just like? <laughs> but isn't it? I don't know. And because of prohibition, what did we get? I guess we got some of the greatest um you know we got jazz came out of that we got the mob we got some great american culture coming out of prohibition but we got a lot of death we got a lot of unnecessary destruction people dying of poisoning alcohol poisoning people just you know dying left and right so then 1929 you have the great depression right you got the stock market crashing bad people are on the streets jobless just shit right 1933, they finally repeal Prohibition, also because of women, by the way. Uh, the Prohibition, Ken Burns' Prohibition documentary. It's only three episodes, totally worth watching. You can see it's just a sandwich of women starting this movement to stop alcohol and then women starting a counter-movement to bring it back. It's just that, and it's amazing. Women are capable of so much uh, damage. Uh, they really are. And, um, but of course, the beauty and greatness of a woman is also evident, right? Un desmadre. La toda madre, right? Remember that? You guys see blood in, blood out? La toda madre. Un desmadre. You gotta... It's a great movie. Anyways. So that's crazy. All right. So 1933, they're like, let's start drinking again. It's depression. We're depressed. Oh, God. Nine years later... The attack on Pearl Harbor. So for nine years, you got motherfucking guys drinking, jobless, doing what? Right? Just fucking drinking. (laughs) So liquor's legal. There's no more mob. You know? There's no more, like, um, there's no more crime element to it. So you could just buy booze. No one has any jobs. Everybody is the Great Depression. People are starving, drinking. Women are just like, we got to get these motherfuckers out of here. We got to get them out. Um, let's, you know, there's this huge war going on in Europe. By the way, maybe they knew what Hitler was up to. Maybe he knew about the genocide. You know, maybe he knew that the Holocaust, maybe they knew the Holocaust was going on. And this whole war was really to save them, you know, and also to get men out of the house. But to save the Jews who are being exterminated and no one will do anything. No one will do anything. So let's send the men out there. So the men go out there and they're just going to stop Hitler. They're going to stop Tojo or whoever, you know, the Japanese dude. They're going to stop it all. 
Except that then the men, they went out of control, you know, like men do. And then they went and fucking made the goddamn atomic bomb in 1945 in just three years from when we started in 1942. Three years we fucking made the atomic bomb, dropped it on the Japs, and that was it. Is Japs wrong? Should I not say Japs? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I think I think Japs uh, in Japan are not offended by Japs by by the word Jap, uh, but the Japs here in America are. So America is you know just like Koreans in America are probably offended by Gook and Shank and stuff and Jap. I guess if I was called a Jap, no, I wouldn't be offended. I would laugh every time I've been called anything, any kind of slur. <laughs> it's always been pretty funny um, to me. Sure. Have, have there been hurtful incidents? Have there been moments of random violence? Um, yeah, but not like in a Jesse Smollett way, like uh, more, you know, just winging shit at me, uh, yelling gook or chink. You know, it's not, it just, but things, I just feel like if you hold that stuff, what are you, you going to do? Are you going to hold all the bad things that ever happened you know it's like remembering every time you ever stub your toe or you know fucking cut yourself shaving or whatever you know just remember remember the time i cut my finger cut vegetables and i got you gotta just gotta let it go you gotta let it go you know i don't know i guess meditating has helped me with that letting things go you know maybe women are natural meditators maybe they're able to just let things go you know they're saints just that so you know if they have been dominated this whole time so i got into an argument with a friend of mine and she was certain that you know men have just dominated women since the beginning of time well according to her the beginning of time so all of our history including as like pre hominids like like fucking monkeys or whatever like our entire evolutionary history is based on power and dominance and so men have always dominated women and it's only recently that women have finally gotten some equality because i don't know why i mean i don't know why if we're so powerful and dominating why would we let that happen we being men like i don't i mean i don't know as a guy i'm not part of some consortium of dudes unless it's like does, do white dudes get to be part of that like i don't know is it really by race i don't think so i don't think there really is a consortium right i mean if there is one it's got to be based on class right like the super rich maybe get together and talk about stuff i mean they can actually do something if a bunch of me and my friends get together and talk about i mean that's just an open mic there's nothing <laughs> nothing actually comes out of that right? is that even is that even a city council meeting that has more ability to affect change than me and my peers so i don't know um I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but maybe, sure, there is, there is, that is to say there is not a patriarchal bent to society and men haven't dominated women historically and all that. I don't think that that's worth arguing. That's, that's true. But to say from time immemorial, I just think that's, I don't know. What if this Western mindset, the way this kind of, what are we, a kind of, patriarchal capitalistic kind of um, liberal sort of thing right like a western tradition judeo-christian values it's a western thing but i think that way of life isn't necessarily the way things have always been doesn't quite make sense because the rise of european colonialism is what brought the dominance of western thought and culture to the rest of 
the world. Right before that, there were all kinds of other competing civilizations, competing schools of thought. You know, the empires, people thought differently. Sure, were they all male-dominated? Yeah, but some weren't. Some weren't. Plenty of smaller cultures, you know, plenty of stories, cultures, Cleopatra, whatever, that's a giant empire, whatever. Like, just look, there were, okay? And maybe it was to the interest of certain dudes to erase those women from history or to not make a big deal about it, you know, not write about them. You know, especially if you were all trying to tell women that, hey, you don't need to read because it's always been men. You know, just convince them of that. And in a way, my friend, who she's an intelligent woman, right? She's an intelligent woman. She may or may not be part of that conditioning, you know, just like I am. Maybe I'm conditioned to think that, hey, it hasn't been that bad, you know. I don't know. I have no, I have no idea what my conditioning is, except I just want to smoke Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think that maybe this idea that it's always been about dominance, like men dominate, this is animal, alpha dominance thing maybe that's just we're just projecting that maybe that's just like actually a construct cultural construct like we don't really know we don't really know because i think if you look at anthropology there are many many different kinds of societies you know when you go out there and study you know um, you know just like pre-literate pre agricultural pre-industrial pre you know whatever like all the ranging kind of like peoples that they've discovered before they had to kind of conform to this modern life, right, of mass production, before they started getting the off-brand T-shirts from America, right, and all getting plastic flip-flops and shotguns and stuff like that to change their lives, machetes, you know, things that that would end up changing their lives and destroying their lives, too, like booze and drugs and, you know, all that smokes. Like, all the stuff that we bring, we being us, the... I don't know, what are we? We are like the post-industrial consumer class, right? The, the the sort of wealthy nations, I guess they call them, right? The guys we like. I mean, Americans, we consume. We are number one fucking consumers. I mean, we're the best. We're the fucking best at consuming, right? And you know what drives the market? Women. Women are the majority market share. In fact, watch. I'm going to Google women and market, all right? Uh, percentage and watch okay it says what is the average size of a canadian woman (laughs) that's the first uh what's the average dress size of a woman hmm is size 12 plus size uh in the fashion industry plus size is a term for models who are size 8 and up this is according to cosmopolitan.com um in fact not not long ago plus size models were around size 10 to 12 but that Numbers recently shrunk to an eight. Wow, that's interesting because I thought sizes were getting bigger because everybody's getting fatter. But I guess for women, the women are like Asians, where the the you know whenever there's like a boundary or some kind of condition, they like push for the even more. You know, it was like, oh yeah, ten. How about eight? <laughs> Make it harder, right? Like, what? Oh, you got a hundred on your score. What's extra credit? You know, that's uh, anybody with me? All right. Why? Uh, Jesus Christ. How long does it? Okay, here we go. Harvard Business Review. Okay, that sounds legitimate, right? Female economy. Okay. Women now drive the world economy. Boom. Enough said. I'm done. That was the first line of the article. You don't need to. You can look it up yourself. HBR.org. Okay. Female economy. All right. 
they now drive the world economy. It says, I don't need, you can read the facts yourself, right? I'm just saying, I'm just talking like big picture here, right? So women overall drive the economy and we have this consumer culture, right? And it's filled, filled us, filled us with um, emptiness and despair, <laughs> meaningless, meaningless, <laughs> meaninglessness, meaningless drivel i mean what are we god what the fuck are we talking about what is it that's so uh, important about what are we watching what are we do you know that the world's on fire part of it's on fire the other part's drowning maybe it'll all even out i don't know but on the other let's watch the bachelor i don't know who's fucking who like i want why does she cheat on her what um whose car is that and is um there any food left there's no food left in the world what do we do about anybody know why there's bugs just giant bugs everywhere uh there's an asteroid coming and an earthquake does anybody know what to do about this can we how much money can we spend to stop the asteroid is there any way we can bribe the ast can we give the asteroid money can we give that can the asteroid be bought off? Can the Russians sort of launch a campaign, a bot, to get the asteroid to not hit us? Because once the asteroid hits us, what are we going to, what are we, we're going to tweet about it? What are we going to do? I mean, there might not be electricity. What are we going to do then? I don't know. There's no water in LA. I mean, you know, I think I have to just think of ways of uh ending it for me and my loved ones <laughs> so or eat them you know one of that one or the other okay so anyways it's been a great women's uh, history month so far it's also mario day march 10th um go buy a mario game it's on on they're on sale 20 bucks off nintendo switch oh my god just keep buying ladies and men we do what you want so if you tell us that not having stuff is cool (laughs) come and creating some kind of value system creating a new system of values for a society that allows it to be sustainable and perhaps deal with things like mental health and the issues uh encroaching us with all this rampant commercialism the emptiness the spiritual vacuum left by the absence of religion in our daily lives art uh, any kind of ceremony anything you know you got any suggestions Feel free, right? Just let her rip. That's what I say. Um, you know, I think maybe we're coming to that. Hopefully. You know, women, you are driving the world economy. You're driving. You could be driving this all either into the goddamn ground, you know, or you could be flying a sky high. It's up to you. It's up to you, ladies. <laughs> Take the reins. Just get, just get us out of here. Do whatever you need to do to save it. Save the whole thing. Take it. Uh, that's what we should be saying. We should be saying to them, help us fix this. You know, that's <laughs> that's probably familiar to a lot of women out there, you know, with men. After their attempt to fix the plumbing or fix the fucking wall or whatever the fuck they're doing and fucking it up, that moment where they finally are just like... She's right. Um, they turn to you and you go, okay, I need your help. Right? I need your help on this. And and you do. And you do end up helping. You know, God bless you. God bless you, the fair sex. Right? 
um, whoever you may be. That doesn't. This is not a gender. Th- if you think you're a woman, great. Happy Women's History Day to you. 